Welcome to Every Day is Macaroni. I'm Joy Alfred Brand. And I'm Juliette Connell. And we're the hosts of Everyday Macaroni, the podcast. This podcast is a look at the lighter side of life, where we talk about our adventures as a modern blended family. So sit back, relax, and prepare to have your funny bone tickled. (laughs) Welcome back to Everyday Macaroni. This is episode number two. And we're going to do something special for the second episode to kick things off a little bit more. Since we've already talked about how this whole thing started and had the book idea and all that kind of stuff. But I'm here with my sister-in-law, Juliet. Hello. Hello. And we're going to talk about a special Halloween-themed selection of stories. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That coincide comfortably with the everyday macaroni theme. And just because we have a lot of stories that sort of fit into that category. (laughs) Literally, I think we could sit down and we could spend hours just telling stories and talking about funny stuff that's happened. Oh yeah. I can think of one in particular that I find very, very funny. Can you guess what I'm thinking of? Is that the cat surgery? (laughs) I think that is an excellent way to start. Okay. (laughs) Time for sound effects and props. Cat surgery. As a Halloween themed podcast episode, I think it's appropriate to talk about cats that's true. Just because they are a popular image in uh, the world of Halloween lore. <laughs> I can't help but think about Harry Potter and the, what's the cat? Crookshanks. The cat's name? Anyway. So tell the story of your dad in Crookshanks and the cosmetic <laughs> surgery. The, the cosmetic surgery. Well, I do have to say before I start that everybody knows that every single one of our cats were always named Sylvester. <laughs> wait, wait. Not everyone. No, all except for one, and that cat's name was Suzuki, only because he ran across the TV screen as there was a Suzuki commercial going on, and my dad was just like, oh my gosh, that cat is as fast as one of those motorcycles. We need to name him Suzuki. So that was the one and only Suzuki, because all the rest were, were Sylvester, and None of them looked like Sylvester the cat on TV either. They were always gray for some reason. Porque no pookie. <laughs> Porque no pookie. Yeah. We'll talk so, about that later. Okay. Yep. So <clears throat> Sylvester. Poor Sylvester. Which one? Sylvester number one, two, three, four, five? <laughs> Who knows? It was like one of them. <laughs> My dad... I'm assuming that there's people out there that whose parents are in their 80s now and grew up in the 70s and 80s and whatnot. And those of you who haven't have to realize that way back when, I mean, it's hard to imagine that, that you don't take your pets to the vet, right? <laughs> I know growing up, for me, growing up in the 80s, I mean, we took our dog to the vet. But not, but not the cat. <laughs> no, who cares about the cat, right? Ah, let the cat. That cat roams around outside. It roams around it, outside. It, cats. It, are... It's released on its own recognizance. <laughs> <laughs> There's a joke in there. There. Well, recognizance. Cats... No. But look, that's also a money issue. Men right. Being, it is being, a money issue. You being know? the Dalai Lama. The... I have to say, I grew up pretty poor. Mm-hmm. So, or economically suppressed. And so the vet was something that you just did not spend money on. Like, 
tuna or blueberry pancakes. <laughs> That's you know? right. You did not spend money on going to the vet. You just didn't, or special dog food or anything like that. Right. So, and not only that, I mean, no one neutered their animals. So <laughs> true. Sadly, Thank you, Bob Barker. <laughs> you just didn't. I mean, cats were a dime a dozen. Everybody on the block who had a cat. If your cat died, there was already another cat to replace it, like two seconds later, because someone you just had take a your litter. Neighbor's cat. <laughs> well, that's that's something. That's else a story too, right? for another time too. But you know, everyone had a litter of cats, and there were always like twelve or fourteen cats in the litter. Yeah, do you want one? Yeah, I'll put my name on one of those because mine just died, or my mother's sister's brother's cousin needs two cats because they my have brother's, mice. my brother's you know? friend rolled over it in the car. <laughs> I know. I know. Which is sad. I don't know. I, I don't know what the difference between a cat and a dog is, but back then there was. It, it's probably the same feeling that I get if I see a squirrel run over on the side of the road Aww. versus a dog run over on the side of the road. I, that reminds me. I ran over a mouse the other day and it made, I was like, oh, I really yikes. hate hitting butterflies too. So I think part of the reason cats are categorized differently, ha 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 ha, categorized, get it? I think part of the reason they're treated differently and viewed differently is because cats largely can take care of themselves for the most part. Yeah, I think so. Even and indoor they, cats. Yeah, yeah. And we always had... But dogs, no. Well, poor that's dummies. the other thing. I know, poor, I know. They just can't help themselves, right? So we as humans have to take over everything, right? But cats, I mean, all our cats were inside cats, but... So the cats were outdoor cats, indoor outdoor cats. They would right, come in they like were at indoor night or outdoor. Yeah, they went outside <laughs> and fended for themselves all day long, and then they would come in for dinner. They'd have their breakfast. <laughs> okay. Tell us how their day was yesterday, <laughs> A cup of and then they would go out. <laughs> and you didn't really see them. They were hanging out on your porch, or they were hanging out who knows where. And then they would come in at night when they knew that they were going to eat, and they would sleep wherever on their couch or whatever and then they would go back outside and then they would and eye the dog that was jealous. it <laughs> i know right but this cat in particular this one sylvester <laughs> sylvester three was a tomcat to me tomcat is an unneutered roamer <laughs> you know lothario <laughs> who also likes to get into fights and fend, for, around. And fend, fend for himself. I'm sure that he was on someone's stoop somewhere. You know, somewhere singing the night away. No, no, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's what he did, but this cat in particular... Eating, eating a fish skeleton off a trash can lid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on some sort of Tom and Jerry commercial. <laughs> He came in and he had some huge, it was probably a good golf ball sized welt on his head, like right in front of one of his ears. And my dad being what he was. The barber of Seville. (laughs) The barber of Seville, right? He loved animals. He really did. I mean, throughout my entire life. He's loved animals. He's always wanted to be near animals, always rescues animals. Always will be feeding strays. Yeah. yeah. And he feeds strays, but never realizes the consequences. Then he's got a cat for life, you know, because he's feeding a stray. But this cat came home and he had this thing and he he looks at me and he's like, all right, Juliet, this is an infection. And if we don't fix this infection, the cat's going to die. The cat die. will die. <laughs> So, how am I going to get the cat 
to just sit there. Meanwhile, my dad, I, I have you know, that he had a straight razor in his hand. Oh my God. Right? <laughs> and he says, we need to cut that. Literally and then, the barber of Seville. <laughs> right? And he needs to extract all of the pus or whatever oh. is in there. He goes, because that infection will fester and, and the cat will definitely die. So I'm looking at him and I must have been maybe 10. It was back when we lived in Patterson. So, so a it young, was well, impressionable, yeah, sensitive I, little kid. Right. And I had no idea of what he had in mind. So what he did was he had my mom grab uh, a sheet, right? And he took the sheet and he goes, okay, this is what we're going to do so that the cat doesn't scratch you. Oh, nice. <laughs> Which is a good option, right? We're going to wrap it. So somehow, you know, he folded it and whatnot. I swear to you that the cat looked like a newborn baby as they give it to you Ooh. in swaddling clothes. <laughs> okay. So wrapped um, up tight. He was wrapped up tight. So what he did is he took the cat, he grabbed it, and he put the cat's arms down kind of like so the cat's laying on his back and he puts these his little arms either on his belly or on his side or whatever like a human (laughs) and he proceeds to roll up the cat like he's in some sort of uh egg roll (laughs) and then he hands it to me so now the cat is in this big wad and now where's your mother in all this oh my mom's gone because my mom doesn't like the sight of blood nothing oh so it falls to you and ron same thing he was gone it wasn't even like they were looking (laughs) around the corner or anything they were just that was it so weenies (laughs) i know right so just because i could take a little blood i was the elected official on you know the official nurse on this this thing my dad takes the knife or, or whatever he's got the razor and pops the tiniest hole in this and it, it it practically exploded. Oh, the it original was, Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, oh no kidding, gross. right? Yeah, when she's doing that, oh, uh, I'm thinking of that, right? But so he pops it open a little bit more and whatnot and, and you know, does what you do with a big, massive pimple, I guess, and oh. cleans out the whole area. And then he was a fan of back then, and so were a lot of parents back then, peroxide. Mm-hmm. Could kill it pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. Mercurochrome. Oh, oh my God, the orange stuff. Uh huh. Or methylate. Yes. Methylate, the pink stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Methylate was the one you never wanted anywhere no, near. No, no, no. Because methylate burned like, like crazy. Like the Dickens, yeah. Right. Mercurochrome was the darker orange, rusty stuff, right? Because it had the iodine in it, and then you of course had the uh, peroxide. So, so the cat got the antibacterial in. cocktail. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The thing was f- fuzzing and foaming oh. and everything else. And when I think about it, I mean, the hole wasn't huge, but it's not like he had to suture it or anything. I mean, we didn't get that detailed. But once all that was done, and, and mind you that the cat had teeth, and the cat was not taking it lightly. <laughs> all I could say was... That I was good enough to know to keep my face away from this cat's mouth. Yeah, that was mine and my dad's first major surgery. What what happened to the cat? Oh, the cat healed beautifully. Your first major surgery? I know. This happened more than once? (laughs) Yeah, but I don't necessarily. I, I wasn't 
necessarily having to wrap a cat to get that done. Um, I can't believe it happened more than once. I thought it was only the one time. Well, there, there were there were well, instances where we were having to you practicing know. veterinarianism without a license. <laughs> veterinarianism. That's right. <laughs> The unauthorized practice of veterinarianism. We just considered ourselves healers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. The cat lived. The The wound the healed lived. perfectly. Not a scar on him. There was the side effect. <laughs> Unfortunately, there was a side effect. My dad must have hit a nerve Aww. or something when, when he poked in there because the cat's ear flopped. Just the tip, Aww. not the entire ear, just the tip mm. flopped a little bit. So it was like a little... So maybe broken cartilage or something like that. Eh, it could be. Eh. I don't know. It could have happened. It was just a cat. Fight. Well, yes. <laughs> it's just a cat. Who cares? It was right? a cat. Yeah. We fixed him. Mm-hmm. You know, no need for any of his lives to be <laughs> taken. That's like DIY veterinary, you know? I know. Ah, oh, let me uh, uh, let me get in there and bring your cat over here. Oh, we'll take care. You didn't neuter, no. <laughs> spay or neuter any of your own pets, did you? No, oh, no, we didn't get that's that funny. far. No. Wow. No. And to this day, you'll always hear my mom say, "You know, you should have gone into medicine." <laughs> Which I was just like, "Hmm, yeah, okay." In involuntary involuntary nursing at the age of ten. And yeah, I went into nursing. Yeah. Just as likely as me becoming a nun, which is what I wanted to be, my profession oh, in third grade, right? You pray so well. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny because my next favorite story that uh, we have queued up to talk about today, which we've talked about before, has to do with your mother and an incident that happened where your mother's mother. No, oh, wait, your gosh. mother's grandmother. My mother's grandmother. Yeah, my great-grandmother, right. Had her final experience. So what do you remember about that story? You know what <laughs> I'm talking about, right? Yeah, no, I remember what you're talking about. Now, that one, of course, was before my time, thankfully. And it was in Spain, not in the United States. So I kind of heard about this story probably around the same time you did as well? Oh, I'm not sure. No. I, I might have heard about it little by little. See, now, when we were growing up, right, there was an adult table and a kid table. Well, so we had that too. I, I do have to say that. And what they spoke at at the adult table w- was was not relayed <laughs> unless you had a cousin like I did. I mean, David, uh, oh. who was kind of at both. I you know, he was the older. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. He, was, he was definitely... A, a joy and he would have absolutely loved this yes but That's yes true. he was I, david was a good guy yeah he and and he kind of and funny floated in between the two tables he was the one that was allowed to float between the two tables right so the story goes and correct me if i'm wrong because you might have so more of the compare. fine details than i do so getting into this story, and again, I preface this by it being in another country. And another time. And in another time, too. In another time period with different rules and different Gosh, expectations. Had like the, it had to be in the 20s um, or 30s, right? Because your mother came over. No, you're, no. My, no, my mom was a... She was born in 1939, right? 42. No. Wasn't it? 38, wait, wait. 39, 40, 41. Wait a minute. Something like wait. that. 
Okay, so my dad was born in 1937. Yeah, Gene was 38. Your dad is 39, and your mother... Might, you might be right, 40, 40, 40, maybe 1940. 1941. No, 39, because we're 30 years apart. Okay. In age-ish. But your, so your mother and father were born in the same year? Because my dad's older than your dad. My mom was 39, my dad was 38. And my dad's 37, and Gene or is 38. 30. <laughs> okay, this so, is another thing that's funny. I don't know. I don't know. We're going <laughs> to go back so and forth. but This is so funny. And remind me, because we also need to do an episode about directions. <laughs> How the family gets directions. Anyway, okay, so. so <laughs> was this um, before your mother was born, or was it after? You know what? I really don't know. You know, I, didn't, I, I don't I, know. No, no. It's got to be after she was born, because my mom was sent to, to her grandmother's house to live with her because she was sick. Okay, so right. So So imagine that too. We're talking we're in a in a period of time where you were willing to give up one of your five, right? Mm-hmm. To the priesthood mm-hmm. or you were willing to give up one of your five to go stay with your dying grandparent or whatever it was and do whatever it is that is necessary. Right. Right? And the only thing you could do is walk to school. Sure. Uphill both ways. Uphill both ways. In the <laughs> snow, no less, right? So, but that's kind of the time we're talking about. So, unfortunately for her, as, you know, as everybody else, She's the I don't free, know. The, the one with the free time and she could go. Right. So, she was picked. Right. <laughs> she drew the short straw. Good luck with that bed <laughs> And had to end up living with her grandmother. Actually, um, I think it was her and, I think there were two of them there, right? It, living with my, uh, mm-hmm. with their grandmother? I think it was only my mother. Okay. Well, we'll have to address that again later on. Um, I'm not 100% sure about that. That would be a good fact to know. Yeah, because I think it was only her. Unfortunately, you know, as as we all have to pass away at one point, and my grandmother, or my great, my great grandmother, my mother's grandmother, passed away. Now, where it gets sketchy for me, and this is where you might come in, is what exactly was the they she passed away in okay i get what you're getting at because i'm not quite sure why they had to move her so So, let me pick up the story from here there you go (laughs) so my understanding of the story is as follows your great grandmother had gone to stay with your grandparents and you know your mother and uncle and aunts for a period of time and was not well Mm. and she was in bed at their home, not her own, which was in a different town, town. in Spain. Right. And that's where she was at when the incident occurred. Uh, okay. So that's what happened. So she died in the care of my grandparents. And in their home. In their home. And because it was a different jurisdiction, mm-hmm. um, for, for whatever well, reason, when, do you remember why? Yes. So, according to your dad, now, this is all, since this isn't on the record for any legal action, <laughs> we can freely admit any and all hearsay. <laughs> so, my understanding is when you die at that point in Spain at that time and you weren't at home or in in your natural environment or whatever there could be questions about the death and that could cause a delay 
in administering the estate because it would have to be investigated. There would be a lot of red tape or whatever, right? But that's my general understanding of what the situation was <laughs> at the time. <laughs> so she dies and she died. My understanding is she died in bed. Right. Okay. Right. Yep. So... Yeah, so she dies in bed, uh, apparently at my grandparents' house. So they see the dilemma ahead of them, right? The bureaucratic nightmare. The bureaucratic nightmare that is back then in Spain, right? So they decide to call a taxi. (laughs) And this is even just, this this is crazy. And what they did was... Wait, wait, I have three words for the listeners. National Lampoon's Vacation. (laughs) Yeah, 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 pretty similar. So they bring her body down and a couple of them get in the car with her. And now I'm not even quite sure how they got the taxi driver to bring her back home and whatnot, but that's kind of a conversation that that I'm, I'm guessing all the family had that I was not privy to, but... So they put her in the car, grandparents are in there, and they go back to her house, take her out of the car, put her back in her own bed, and then, of course, everything else ensues, and the coroner is called, and the whole nine yards. Just the Weekend I- at Bernie's. <laughs> I know. It's just... Death takes a taxi ride. <laughs> I-, I was floored when they... When they when they had this conversation. I mean, half of us couldn't stop laughing. The other half was so serious and very much totally understanding that, yes, of course you would do this. Of course, and why wouldn't you? Yeah, because the, the red tape would be just A ridiculous. And oh, yeah. we're just well, being and the truth practical. Is, <laughs> the truth is, as far as we know, she did, in fact, die from natural causes. And I did, yeah. I did meet Papa Manolo. He's... In my opinion, not a murderer. So <laughs> a genuinely good guy seemed like to me. I do believe that they were just acting in, in a way that expedited things. Yeah. That's all. So. I, you know, it's it's so funny because you think back at that that <laughs> particular. Still, I could not believe it when they were telling that story. Yeah, me either. It, it, and it's just very curious to me that it's just so matter of fact for them, right? And I get that. Here, that generation lived through well in those particular generations that we're talking about, lived through the Great War, right? Mm-hmm. World War One. Then the other pack, World War Two. Mm-hmm. In this particular case, Franco. we're talking Franco, mm-hmm. right? Mussolini in Italy mm-hmm. and so on, right? And death to them, uh, and I'm not going to take anything well, away from them. I mean, it's not as though it wasn't as important as we hold it or as sacred as it is. It's just, it was so much more part of life a part of life that we have been so privy to being separated from mm-hmm. right i mean they had brothers and sisters oh, i know my grandmother would die children would die all absolutely the time. my grandmother had a sister who died at like six or eight mm-hmm. and they never knew what she died of either so which is is kind of baffling for me i mean for someone to die and just go yeah (laughs) no no clue as to why they died oh okay well it happens yeah it happens just basic things that we have found medical treatments for back then Mm -hmm. no penicillin back then either so there you go (laughs) 
anyone who remembers the movie Clue from back in the 80s would remember that there were several ways the movie could end, and one of them was correct. So, here's what really happened. My grandmother at that time was already very old already, and she thought about the great-granddaughter coming and having that yeah. for you. Is she the one that when she died, they put her in the taxi? Yeah. Okay. They put her where? In the taxi. To do what with her? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no. Was? That was oh, my was father's mother. mother. Yeah, yeah. Why'd okay. they do that? To like get a... her into another part of town? Yeah. No. Uh... <laughs> 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 we get a Bernie's? <laughs> a Bernie. I saw him the other day. All right, wait. I need, I need to hear the story. I need to make see, sure see, I get her. Yeah. Okay. My father's mother always lived with us. So we were living in Castilla and we took Roma with us. We were all together, okay. Um, and then we moved from Castilla, we moved to Galicia because my grandmother was saying, we are too far from our land. So my grandmother came and lived with us there. So here comes Christmas. We celebrate Christmas and all these things, blah, blah, blah. And my father went to my, my grandmother, his mother was in this little bed that they had <coughs> for her. And she says, Mama, here's some to Rome. Um, you want some? And my grandmother says, oh, good, yeah, I'll have some. So Papa went, gathered the to Rome, and she started chewing, chewing. She was old already, mm -hmm. okay? And so I was trying, chewing, chewing. And my father said, oh, she fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. And my grandmother was now dead. So the Turon killed her. No. Because <laughs> yeah, her heart just, yeah, you don't know that. Too old. I need to make sure I get the story right. So, okay. Yeah. And so, naturally. Because you know in the book, this is going to be Naturally. Death takes a taxi ride. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No, it's here. I want to explain it so she understands yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, they say, oh, I, we have to transport her to Rio Bao. Why? To Sada. Because that's where the nichos are for the whole family. Right? Where the burial. The nichos. Yeah, okay. yeah no, but if she dies here, can't you take her over there? That's later? what they did. Yeah, yeah, but you need permits and all that. But you stuff need permits. And a doctor who signs the death certificate. <laughs> the death, it was and here. So Nobody so had her killed her. Her real death certificate, when what? you go and find it, it's actually going to say that she died in Rio Bao, but really mm. she didn't. No, she died in that's Canada. right. Exactly. Right, right. So what it's they a family did? Secret. Wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> she wants to hear. So naturally they Scandal. say, yeah. So naturally my father says, oh boy, if if we now say she died here, it's going to be a big mess for us to be able to a couple of days and the papers in Spain don't move too fast. So they call they call the taxi driver. You just wait. They call a taxi driver in Sada in Sada one day they knew and they say we have this problem. 
<laughs> I love it because I remember the vacation that I went there. Chevy Chase. The old lady. I know, the old lady. And they took the, the car. And strapped her to the outside yeah. of the car. So they called the taxi like driver. One. The taxi driver was somebody. Who called the side to the bumper. <laughs> That's his the father. All right. And so. Rah, 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 rah. And so they put Papa and uh, Papa and the taxi driver in the front, and my madrina in the back, sitting down, and she was dead. And they took her to Sada, to Rio Bau, took her to Rio Bau, and in Rio Bau, to the guy, house where the Kirula lives in. Yeah, <laughs> even better. <laughs> so then, okay, then what happened? And, and then, so naturally, I guess they told the guy, okay, you did your job, how much I owe you, whatever. A million. <laughs> a million dollars. <laughs> and so they made it believe that. Like in Spain, not Italy. <laughs> I don't know. Is it pesetas? Uh, pesetas. Pesetas. Pesetas in those times. You said pescado. No, I didn't. I said pesetas. Yes, pay me with fish. Put him in the and they told the smelling. taxi driver, you better keep your mouth shut or... Uh, no, the, the next one no, to take no, a taxi no, ride is you, no. in your own taxi, in the trunk. <laughs> and so naturally that way, everything went perfect. perfect. Yeah, because they have their own doctor. And they They're told like, him hey, happy. He says, "Look, she's my mom. Uh, <laughs> I gave her. I gave her. We'll drive her over to you. She's still in the tank. Yeah, they gave her the And so ends the tale of Death Takes a Taxi Ride. Incidentally, this is also the end of part one of our two-part Halloween Everyday Macaroni podcast series of episodes. And those of you out there wondering what Tyrone is, well. Tyrone is a kind of candy or a nougat type candy made in Spain. And my grandmother, who lived in Indiana, used to make it and call it divinity. It's made from egg whites and sugar and nuts and whatever else you want to put in it. And so it tends to be a little on the chewy side. But you can get, I think, in a crunchy form too. But just so we're all clear, it was not the Tyrone that did in madrina and no uh, really i think she just died of old age however i can't think of a better way to go than falling asleep while eating candy in your bed so i hope you enjoyed the tales of surgery cat and death takes a taxi ride stay tuned for our upcoming episode part two of our everyday macaroni halloween podcast series I hope you enjoyed listening and sharing a laugh or two with us. Stay tuned for more Everyday Macaroni Adventures on future podcast episodes. And if you want to see some pictures of us, you can follow me on Instagram by searching at Joy Alfred Brand, hashtag Everyday Macaroni, hashtag The Dollar Llama, or on my Facebook page, New Cash View. Again, Thanks for listening and join us for the next episode of Everyday, Everyday is Mac. Mac.